Thanks for downloading this podcast from Brum Radio. For more programs, search our podcast page at brumradio.com. In the heart of Birmingham, one team to bring you your week in geek. It's the Geeky Brummy Show every Saturday, 12 till 1 on Brum Radio. Hi, I'm Ryan. I'm 33 years old and I'm from Birmingham. If you're somebody with a GSOH, that's a geek sense of humour, find me online. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Geeky Brummy podcast. You're not Ryan. <laughs> yeah, that is very quarantine. perceptive of you, <laughs> of you, uh, Dave. Uh, yeah, uh, so Ryan is... Uh, in quarantine. He's, yes, he's, he's in the poorly zone this week, so uh, the rest of us are going to be mucking in as co-hosts on uh, Geeky Brummy, but we have got Mr. Parrish coming through the power of technology. Say hello, Ryan. Hello. Can you all hear me okay? Yeah. Yeah, it's coming through well. Is it weird yeah, not being in the studio with us? Do you feel like I'm snatching your crown? No. <laughs> <laughs> just give it an hour. Back. I'm just in exile this week. It's going to be coming back better and more fabulous next week. <laughs> are, you, are you FOMO, Ryan? <laughs> All right, let's go around. Who's here then? Okay, well, who are you? I'm Guy here. Dave? Hello. Hello, Keith? Present, sir. And hello, George. Here, sir. <laughs> well, I quite, quite like this. <laughs> Bueller. Bueller. <laughs> so what's uh, everybody's week been like? What you all been doing? When I haven't seen your faces for seven days. Seven whole days, I know. Um, I've just been, uh, I've been busy writing about Valentine's Day because, you know, that's a thing that's happening soon. What about everyone else? I've had a really excellent week. I'm, they're, they're letting me be in charge at work. Which is a terrible state of affairs. No, definitely not wise. But it's it's been great. I was supposed to be uh, training people last week and couldn't open the presentation, so that was a good start. So not drunk on your own power just yet. Not quite yet. <laughs> that brought me crashing back to earth. Guy, you're not the Senate just yet, then, George. Not quite. <laughs> I did something out of character this week. I helped two old people find their way to the symphony hall. Wow. I saw them bumbling around, looking at a map, looking a bit close. I was thinking, like, they stand here long enough in Birmingham, they're probably going to get mugged, so someone needs to help. Oh, that, I mean, <laughs> where were wow. they? In the industry. Okay, yeah, fair maybe. enough. <laughs> so uh, I thought, do you know what, I'm just going to be a helpful chap here and be like, I'll show you where you're going. And so I felt like a local hero, so I did something nice this week. And then I bet they were like, who is this nosy git and why is he all up in our business? <laughs> yeah, man. Which is appreciating the view and all that feeling. I'm surprised you didn't make front page of the Birmingham Mail guy. Uh, I made page seven. Guy Halfordin being nice shocker. <laughs> <laughs> That's fake news. Once in a while, fake fake news. <laughs> That's an alternative fact if ever I've heard one, yeah. Sorry. Alternative facts, people. <laughs> Whitley, what have you been doing this week? Guy. <laughs> Yeah, and just work, 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 and a little bit of uh, blog, blog, blogger plus one with uh, with George plus on Tuesday. Yeah. The best club. Ryan, I'd ask you, but we all know you've had your head down a toilet bowl all week, so <laughs> worshipping at the parcel and the throne. Cleansing diet. Not on my yeah, you, you've been on a cleanse. <laughs> when can we expect the release of your diet book, Ryan? Uh, when I can find which bacterium is the one that. <laughs> <laughs> Tell the viewers your um, your current progress. Um, the better, much better. Managed to infect my wife though, so. Oops. But you did lose nearly an entire stone, so swings and yes, roundabouts. I've nearly lost an entire stone. Choices. So, at which point does the total global collapse now happen, as if it was like a <laughs> pandemic? 
Well, that's why I'm being patient zero and staying in the quarantine this week. Mm-hmm. I'm currently speaking to everybody through a small rectangular box. <laughs> I think I prefer it this way. <laughs> I, think, I think it's time for our favourite feature, though, of this podcast. Bus life! Okay, <laughs> yeah. hey, Keith, how's your week, then? <laughs> it's been fine. I've been fine. I've travelled a few places, various uh, things. I've been training uh, trainee teachers and real teachers, and then being assessed to be my own personal Ofsted, which luckily enough I passed, which was good. Um, yeah, Ooh. buses were all right. You know, I had to wait a bit. Nobody had bacon sandwiches this week, um, so it was all right. It was, it was reasonably okay. No it's mostly the people on it shop. that drive me insane. No. Numpties on the bus should be banned. I'm getting, I'm getting fed up with people who smell on the bus. It's a right? space. Oh my god. Or do like, they people who leave the house without undergoing the most basic rituals of human hygiene? Seriously, sort out. I'd say the two smelliest places in the UK. It varies. It's probably the same all across the country. Buses and CEX. <laughs> That's true. And is it that same smell, or is it a very distinct uh, brands of, of? I think stink? it's the same smell. It's, it's the same smell. Yeah, and a bit. I think, with regard to CEX, also a little bit of uh, desperation and misery. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know what? Like, just a, a bottle of Lynx only costs ninety p. Yeah. Just, you just. I'd rather have that sort of toxic chemical masking it, if anything else. Yeah. You know. I think just as bad though those people who feel that the whole bus needs to listen to their music. I think we had to oh, a couple yeah. of weeks ago there was and a guy who the, basically oh. rapped an entire Tupac <laughs> album for us. He was sat at the back listening to it and just rapping along. Yeah, he didn't know well, all the words just to make it even worse. There was, well, there was, there was the, uh, another guy who was um, I think he was, had just had uh, like an entire CD of complete bangra hop just blasting out for no reason whatsoever. It was interesting. It's, yeah. So the, I, I was out a few weeks ago well, I, I, out and about like it was only about five o'clock in the afternoon and there was a group of what I would only describe as youths, because <laughs> youths. I'm turning 30 this year, so I'm going to steer into it and become a grumpy old bugger. Um, and they were like, they, they, they were only, they were, they were, they were, I, I, I'm, I am part of, I, I am an old man now, I'm fine with it. Um, but they were like carrying around like, what, like, um, I don't know, like a, like a beat speaker or something, <laughs> just like in the street, listening, playing their music. And it's just like, what, what, it, it, this, it just, it is such a fundamental breach of, Human etiquette. Do you know, I'd be all right with it. This if week some... on, you'll feel like, this is why you're wrong. I mean, <laughs> just because you like your tunes doesn't mean that everyone else has to be subjected to them. It's like when people are driving in their cars and they're, they're, the bass on their car is so loud that you can hear yes. it from down the street. <laughs> and I have a neighbour who does that who will come speeding into our parking lot and our, and our um, building and he'll just like sit there till the song's finished and it's like, it's midnight. I'm here with my cocoa and, uh, you know, a Jilly Cooper. I'm just trying to chill out before bed, and you're really, like, riding me up. It's just not okay. I think that, for me, if they were walking around with, like, a Getter Blaster, you know, like, proper old school, then, yeah, it's cool, let's go with it, let's take that. Yeah, and if they were playing Hall and Oates... A handheld Bluetooth speaker is not exactly the same, is it? Yeah. Well, to be fair, it could be worse... They could they could be doing that while playing you know a bit bit of new monkey or a bit of happy hardcore or something like that like back in the the nineties and the early two thousands. I don't know what those words mean. No. Basically, let's leave it there. Ham, amped up amped up techno that is rubbish. There's, um, when I used to drive around my sister's ex's car with him for fun, we used to just drive like put the windows down and play a happy hardcore hardcore version of the Alton Towers theme just to, uh, <laughs> just to annoy people. <laughs> 
the, this, this what? is what the Alton Towers has a theme. Well, it's not the theme, is it? But it's like you know, night on Bald Mountain. That's it. Yeah. And at the end, there's like a policeman going, "This club is closed." Like that. I have to play on the show. It's it's an amazing piece of music. I mean, Phil does not look convinced. Does not look happy about. I'll reserve judgment. Fair enough. Right, should we crack on with the rest of this love fest? Let's get all sloppy and juicy in this love fest. Oh, God. But not with Ryan. I'm glad I'm not in the studio. (laughs) Let's not exchange any bodily fluids with Ryan. He's still contagious. (laughs) Yep. Sorry, Ryan. (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to point out at this point, Guy, uh, um, and to Ryan, actually, none of us are going to exchange any body fluids at all in the studio either, so you're not missing out. It's, It's fine. Well, I don't want a stern email coming back from management anyway. So. What have you been doing this week? We switched on the blacklight after your the show. Studio and it like was a crime like a Jackson scene. Pollock. <laughs> see, Ryan, what you can't see is actually Dave stood behind the desk with his trousers down already, so he's ready to go. <laughs> okay, let's get on with it. Ryan, can I come and be on Skype with you? <laughs> yes. Hi, I'm Guy. I hate life, I hate people, I hate everything. I'm probably going to hate you. Do you want to date me? Hello, welcome back. Right, so now we're going to talk about some of our favourite significant comic couples. Right, so we've been plundering the world of comic books all over, and we've come up with some of the favourites that we picked as a team. Uh, First up, Black Canary and Green Arrow. How do we all feel about this one? It's a classic, isn't it? They're both so cool. Yeah, definitely. It's... It, it's a bit of a, a weird one, depending on which version you follow, but, you know. Doesn't he get involved with her sister at various points as well? Yeah. That's always a, generally a bad thing in a relationship, as a rule. Yeah. And then, uh, of course, if, if you follow the TV show, it gets really weird, because it's, without giving too many spoilers away, she dies, he, he hooks up with her sister, she comes back, and then... Has to stalk Yeah. It's yeah. like more complicated than Made in Chelsea. Though. It really is. Can't be relationships are complex. Yeah. Who else is on our list, Brian? Right, <laughs> <laughs> were you eating food then? <laughs> yeah, next up, being big one in the Marvel Cinematic Universe so far, Scarlet Witch and Vision. Yeah, this one's always been a, a bit of a weird one, hasn't it? Given yeah, that so an android yeah. and a non... Well, how, well, how do they describe them in the movies again? They She's were, not um, being human. Enhanced. Enhanced, enhanced yeah. yeah. Their way of getting around the mutant embargo from X-Men. How do they do it? Does Vision have... Is, is he anatomically correct? He's a fully functioning yes. android. One assumes yes, he's, he's, he, he, he's not correct. a life-size Ken doll. No. <laughs> and he, he's wearing some rather natty jumpers these days. Oh, he's, he's got see, good the, tasting clothes. The, the oh. preppy style and Paul Bettany's voice was doing it for me, to be honest. I, I <laughs> yeah, I, I, I go on a date with Vision. You know, I'm like, one day, yes. V-neck, Bill? It's oh, the V-neck with like the sort of nice... Crisp white collar underneath, yeah. and the fact that he's and he cooks. Like, he I mean, cooks. Yeah. he's a little bit socially awkward, you know. He's you know, he's sort of like like kind of Hugh Grant kind of android, and um, and he you know he appreciates her and he understands her in a way that the others don't. And I'm just like, yeah, yeah get it, girl. Yeah, yeah, I think it's fair enough. I yeah. understand the attraction. It's slightly less complicated in the in the films than it is in the comics, though. It's a yeah. rather complicated yeah, that, relationship in the yeah. comic version. Let's go with the film world. Yeah, right. One that Keith has issues with. Barbara Gordon and Nightwing. Why do you have right, issues with that one? Because Dick and Starfire, it should be Starfire. They oh, were together in the Titans. Yeah. Barbara Gordon and, and Dick Grayson shouldn't really be together. Isn't it, she gay? No, that's Batwoman you're thinking of, Kate Kane. Okay. Not Batgirl. Okay. 
Yeah. My bad. I just showed my ignorance there. So <laughs> I'll let myself out. We could. We should have gone with oh, Kate Kane. Sorry. She's, she's cool. Or is she back to being Batgirl again? She's, she's Batgirl. Oh, she's Batgirl bat bat now. Again. She can walk and everything. Because like the, go- the do- yeah. Joker didn't shoot her. Yeah. Let's, let's with the, the three million DC reboot in the last six months. Yeah. She was rebooted yeah. for uh, for Rebirth again too. But yes, she is currently Batgirl. I don't know. I think it's cool. There's a lot of fun stuff in the uh, the new Fifty Two Batgirl with her and Nightwing yeah. kind of flirting via free running, which is always you know a nice way to go about yeah, things. That's it's pretty it's cool. Something a little bit different. Yeah. It looks rather complicated Dang. now because Lego Batman has got the hots for her <laughs> and Dick Grayson's yeah. far too young. So, yes. yeah. yeah, Dick Grayson should stick with Starfire. Yeah. Slight segue if you haven't seen Lego Batman, go and see it today. Yeah, it definitely. is by far the best cinematic Batman since Mask of the Phantasm. Yes. <laughs> definitely take, yeah. take Blade good. to see Lego Batman. Yeah, but if anybody yeah. wants to, if we want to do a poll, should it be Barbara Gordon or should, should it be Starfire that Dick Grayson gets it on with? See, I'm, I'm, to be fair, I'm with you, Keith. I'm, I'm, I prefer Starfire. Yeah, proper Team right, Titans. That was the Twitter poll, so definitely let us know. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next one, Peter Parker. Do we go with MJ or do we go with the other one? The other one. You can't, Gwen Stacey. You can't go with Gwen Stacy. <laughs> Gwen Stacy. But Emma Stone in the terrible yeah. sequel. What yeah, about Black Cat? Even Peter Spidey Parker can't around. decide. Spidey yeah, has a lot of lady friends. Yeah. I and, black cats. And they all tend to wear t- quite tight costumes as well. They do. I think I prefer Gwen Stacy as a character. She's a lot of fun. I, yeah. I love um, Spider Gwen. Partly I, I just like the costume. It's yeah. very it's yeah. cool. Uh, isn't, isn't Peter Parker hick- hooking up with Silk nowadays? Yeah, I think comics? so. Yeah, there's and the Spider Woman yeah. as well. It's all very complicated. Yeah, it's there's there's a there's a lot of female spiders out there. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, Who will eat Peter Parker if he ever hooks up with them? That's yes. true. Yeah. yeah. That's probably why Jessica Peter Parker doesn't get involved in a long-term relationship. He's Definitely. afraid of being eaten. Yeah. Jessica Jones and Luke Cage. No spoilers, please. Always been one of my favourites. I'm a, a fan just from the Netflix original yep. series. Yeah. Um, Goals. Yeah. I mean, come on. Come on. Yeah. The, the That relationship features heavily in the very first comic series I actually read, um, New Avengers Volume 2. So I'm, I'm a huge fan. I'm, I love Luke Cage anyway. Jessica is awesome. So yes, it's a it's a proper adult relationship in comics. Yeah, it's 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 a it's a functioning adult relationship, which is a rarity. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's a really good one. I think if you're kind of looking for like you know good examples of how relationships in comics should work, Jessica and Luke is one to go for. How do you portray an epic romance over a series of panels in a comic book? Do you know what I mean, this There's is not this is not, this is not Gone with the Wind here. This is like you know a short twenty-four page. Draw, you know, comic book. How do you portray these epic relationships in that manner? They, they become truly epic in the way that it doesn't happen in those twenty-four pages. Yeah, it, it happens it, over months, over yeah. years, over decades, even in some instances. In your imaginations. Well, Superman and Lois Lane. You know, that was a relationship that went on for sixty years, and it had its ups and downs. And you know, fans would have, would read their own interpretations into it. They've got married. The they've not got married. Yeah. They've disappeared to alternate universes. They've had children. They've not had children. He's turned back time, as. Um, Cher would say. Um, but <laughs> right, so I'm going to leave the best one till last, Gambit and Rogue. Obviously oh, over to you on this one. I don't know, though, when you want to talk complicated comic book <laughs> relationships, I think these yeah. two absolutely take the biscuit. I mean, A, she can't touch him for a start, which is fairly unfortunate. I mean, yeah. poor Gambit. And then there's that whole business where she accidentally absorbs some terrible guilt about a bad thing that he did. She doesn't know what the bad thing is. She yes. just knows that she hates him for it, and she leaves him to die in the Antarctic. I mean, that's that's a pretty yeah, bad date, a, as it, dates go. It, it's let's a, be honest. It's just a slightly complex one. Let's, they let's come be back honest. from that one. They both yeah. sort, their, sort their stuff out after the whole Antarctic 
badness. Yeah. Which is, you know, fair play but to them. To be fair, though, one of the things I've always liked is that it doesn't matter whether it's the main X-Men series or whether it's X-Factor or um, even Extreme X-Men, There's all there's that relationship is always there regardless of the title. I think one of the things I like with those two is that they aren't characters who were written to be together. Rogue had been in the X-Men line for quite a long time before Gambit even yeah. turned up. They, they weren't written to be a couple, which I think it's nice that they have kind of, obviously not come together naturally, they're fictional, but kind of whatever the, the comic book equivalent yeah, of that it, is. It's just sort of being... There was chemistry on the page yeah. without Gambit, deliberately making that happen. It's so frustrating when characters are written to be together and it's like, yeah. actually, this story has run its course, they need to yeah. do something different and yeah. the writers cannot progress beyond this original idea that they, they belong together even when the fans are completely over it. Yep, definitely. And Gambit does have a, a bit of a thing about kissing other women as well. He's a bit of a dirty dog. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. he's a whore. I mean, the sick. X-Men seem to have a lot of history with relationships. We've had Jean Grey and Cyclops, Jean Grey and Wolverine, Cyclops and Emma Frost, Kitty Pride and Colossus. It seems to be like the hotbed of teen romance is the X-Men expansion. I figure if if you're shut up with the same people all the time in the X-Mansion, it's going to happen, isn't it? To be be fair, yeah. It's like like the um, (coughs) people in Big Brother house, they just have to get it on, so it's kind of like the X-Men man. Or like when you had that weird group of friends at high school and everybody just kind of swapped around every now and again. Who are you hanging out with? (laughs) (laughs) Of Marvel Mr. Trick here and not releasing a series about like putting the X in (laughs) X-Mansion. Yeah. Triple X Mansion. <laughs> That's basically Emma yes. Frost, right? Yeah, yeah it's, the, yes. it's the new, the new Marvel Max line. rated X Men movies. <laughs> so things might be developing that way. Well, I love you. I'm going to punch you. I love you. I'm going to punch you. Classic comic character, yeah, that we've missed a couple of ways. And obviously, Red Gambit is our favourite. I think that was always a good yeah, one. Yeah, I mean, and as Keith alluded to Batman earlier. And Catwoman, of course. Yes. He's another one who can't make his mind up, though, with Batman. He's had plenty of girlfriends over the years. You've got, I yeah. mean, one for me is um, Captain Britain and Megan from uh, Captain Britain series. That's a, that's a good yeah. relationship. They've, they yeah. kind of went on and, and, you know, that was a reasonably, yeah. you know, he she vanished into the multiverse at some point and he kind of, you know, looked for her and got brought her back. So that's, that's a nice one. Yeah. Oh, Harley Quinn and Poison Ivy. I was just going to say that. I, I, yeah. I was very, very excited when I, when I heard about that. It's um, brilliant. I've always liked fun. their friendship anyway. I like that Ivy has her, her main hatred for Joker is the fact that he's a bit of a, a bad man when it comes to Harley. And I, I, yeah, I'm and enjoying their relationship dra- dynamic. of a female friendship is really nice as mm, well. It's yeah. yeah, it's good. What about uh, the love triangle between Archie, Veronica and Betty? The classic, the classic love triangle. <laughs> I mean, to be I'm honest, just, I should go I'm with Veronica. Sort of having fun with Kevin on in, in his own little series. <laughs> I, I, Jughead. <laughs> I'd go Veronica definitely. She's foxy. Yeah, you'd go for Veronica every time, especially the way she's being drawn by uh, um, what's his name, Adams at the moment in their own mm. series. Well, we all know what's Veronica. doing it for Keith recently, yeah, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. And it's something that's coming out in the Flintstones comic at the minute as well. They're getting some really hard-hitting storylines in there, which you wouldn't expect from something about prehistoric people. That Flintstones series from DC is brilliant. It really is good. I really recommend that one if you haven't had a chance to read it. I'm Philip. I'm a 29-year-old writer from Birmingham, and I'm looking for someone who likes fine wine, long walks on the beach, and punching Nazis in the face. Alright, it's time for a bit of geeky tinder. I'm going to take a step back and let Guy lead on this one. Uh, it's probably a little bit difficult for me to reach out through the computer screen. Guy, do you <laughs> want pa- to take over? I'm passing it to Dave because I'm having to press the button which keeps you live on the air, so... <laughs> <laughs> so Spare this is going to work. So we've got superheroes and we have to decide whether or not we would swipe right for them on Tinder. 
Is that right? Yes. Yes. Cool. Ryan, why have you, you called it Fatwood, other than that being a name for a, a solid woolly? Oh. <laughs> it's, it's an old term for tinder wood. It's wood that was dipped in fat. So it's oh, of course, of course. Of course. Okay, very clever. It's just so that we don't get sued. Essentially, yeah. and, and we all learned something, of course. We did. Hey, well, yeah. Yeah. I was going to say a bundle of firewood was also known as a faggot back in the day. There you go. <laughs> Couldn't we have just gone swiftly moving on? <laughs> moving along. Yep. Okay, so first up, Batman, age thirty-nine. His profile reads: He's all about the nightlife. No jokers wanted. Hey, I know that's a lie straight away because I know I know very well that he's at least seventy-five years old. Yeah, I will. I think I would swipe left on Batman. And you know what? That's that. He just it looks like it sounds like he's taking himself a bit too seriously. Swipe yeah, left. Left. He's frowning as well. Sorry, Bat. It's a bit dark. No date for Batman. Okay. Next up, Thanos. Age not available. Um, if you're into space, mind, reality, power, soul, and time, come with me and we'll rule the galaxy together. Yes. Swipe right. Swipe right. I, mean, I, I go left, left on. No, oh. not, yeah. he, he sits down too much and so fisty. Okay, so we've got. <laughs> 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 I realise now. Left, I realize left, now. Swipe left, swipe left, swipe left. Quick, move on. I meant he he's got the. You have yeah. to question whether, like, whether you're into like big lads or skinny lads with Thanos as well. You also think he'd never have any time for you. He's like a giant alien. Take over the world. But I like a man with goals and ambition and drive. You know, so many just like. He's got the bling. Mm. Well, he treat you right. He buy you nice things. You know. <laughs> okay, next next one up. Um, age thirty nine, Mister Stephen Mulhern. He <laughs> oh. reads, I'll, "I'll pull a rabbit out of your hat. Come see my wand." Left. Guys Swipe already left. kissing Sorry. that photo. No, just okay. get it out. He looks so out. young Hi, and youthful in that picture. He just oh, uh, imagine going on a date with him. Okay, imagine that. Well, I think you clearly have. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he, he he did magic. Is that that boy you mentioned? Oh, if a, if a, if a, just a general yeah. rule for anyone listening: if someone on their Tinder profile says they're into magic, um, just swipe it left. Yeah. No. Yeah. Okay. No, you don't need that in your life. <laughs> Next one up, Wonder Woman, age five thousand. Um, she's experienced with the rope, if you know what I mean. She likes truthful, <laughs> truthful people who can handle a strong lady. I'd swipe right for Wonder Woman. Absolutely. Um, you know what? Older, worldly woman, you know, she should probably teach you a few things, you know, Absolutely. maybe uh, whip you into shape a little bit. I'm going to say swipe right. Mm -hmm. Particularly if it comes with a picture of Linda Carter. Exactly. <laughs> okay, next up, Wade Wilson. Age is just a number. Um, can you look past the mask and be my unicorn? Lo loves, <laughs> loves Mexican food and guns. Lots and lots of guns and katanas. Not a fan of skunk bears. I mean, this, um, is, this is effectively is, a guy at a gimp mask, isn't it? Really? Yeah, pretty but much. it's Ryan Reynolds underneath it, so I'm going to say swipe right. Yeah, but Ryan Reynolds looking pretty dodgy, let's be honest. I would swipe left on Deadpool. Yeah, left on Deadpool as Sorry, well. Sorry, Mr. Paul. He'd be, he'd be nice to hang out with, but a long-term relationship, I don't think. He'd be so oh, yeah. he'd be, yeah, he'd be uh, an <coughs> FWB. One for the undateables, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> let's go for a bit, have a laugh, and then that's it. I'd never want to see you again. Yeah. Okay, next up, Jean Grey, age 21. Can you feel the force? A strong-minded strong lady who likes glasses, she'll make you rise like a phoenix. Oh, oh, oh yeah. these Tinder profiles. Ryan Parrish. cheesy. I feel like Jean Grey is just going to be a little bit high maintenance. I think so. I would yeah. swipe left. I mean, there's that whole Phoenix Force thing anyway, which is like she's basically. She there's so she, many Jean Grey she, clones running around, which is just asking for trouble. She literally you walk is up to the, the wrong uh, Jean Grey clone in a bar. Could you imagine? Oh, she's you the, she's so the much crazy, trouble she's the crazy ex girlfriend. She's the hot crazy chick. Yeah. She is. You never know which Jean Grey you're going to get. Right. Sorry, Phoenix. What lines did you use to seduce Viv by any 
chance after judging what you've written here what, what did you say <laughs> i think it's very lucky that well, you got married before tinder happened yeah <laughs> okay yes. next next one up uh natasha romanov the black widow age 32 i've come in from the cold looking to be warmed up i'm no sleeper agent and a martial arts expert <laughs> Uh, I just need a spat coffee over the um, microphone. I mean, one. I mean, I don't know. I think, I think I'd have to swap, which is the right way. Swipe right, is, swipe right. Is you like uh, yeah, I'd swipe right because otherwise she'd hunt me down and assassinate me. That's you don't, don't want to, you don't want to scorn Natasha. No, do you? no. Okay, swipe right. Yeah, yeah, we'd swipe right. Right. So next up, the Wasp, age eighteen. Small. Oh, hang on, hang on. Oh, whoa, whoa. Eighteen. Swipe. Is left. this Jan <laughs> or is this left, not Jan? Left. Wasp. No, this is Jan. This is new fifty-two. That, it's no, not New 52, right? And that's DC, not Marvel. Sorry, no, not DC. Oh, whatever, all new or different. It is whatever, yes. yeah, all new or different. Yeah, small, whatever the new one is. Right, small but perfectly formed. I know how to make things shrink oh, and grow. I mean, I mean, <laughs> to me, that's just... They're trying to manage Ryan, don't take up copyright. Yeah, I, think I, think, I think on the 18 version of Wasp, I'd have to say no. I. Yeah. But other yeah, versions no. of Wasp, Jan is lovely in the comics. No. Yeah. So I would, on other I'm alternate really versions... Perhaps, yeah. but not, yeah. not the 18 year old one. Okay, and last up, Kalel, age 30. From out of town, if you're looking for a bit of strange, come oh. with me and I'll make you fly. Sorry, <laughs> Superman, but it's a swipe left. He's it's too American he's clean so, car. He's so boring. Would, you know what? I'm, gonna, I'm just going to say it. I bet Superman is crap in bed. So <laughs> what, what I do I bet, want. I bet he just lies there. Probably. Like, we're, I, we're, we're all going to swipe left on, on Kalel, but we're going to try and hook him and Bruce up. Yeah. I think oh, they need to resolve their issues. Those crazy kids just yeah. need to get it together. Once they yeah. do. To, to be fair, Phil, yeah. like you're saying about you, you bet he just lies there. To be fair, if he didn't, you'd probably end up in traction. <laughs> so we didn't swipe right for a whole lot, though. Basically, um, we're all we're dating all quite, Wonder Woman and Black Widow. I mean, you're a bunch of picky yeah. sods, really. And let's face it, fussy. judging by the quality of people in this room, neither of these women are going to go for any of us. So <laughs> <laughs> we ain't getting <laughs> a message back. <laughs> oh. it's all right. There's no matches there happening no match. today. It's all right. I've already got my rock, so I'm good. Oh. <laughs> you leave him without it today. <laughs> oh. Hi, I'm David. I'm 30 years old from the north of England. I'm looking for someone to build memories, Lego, and Gundam suits with. That was nice and quick there from Dave's. Uh... Was, I have Dave no up. idea what just happened there. I apologise. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's effectively speed dating, right? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> Swiftly. Uh, it's time for a bit of White's Rubbish Valentine's Edition. Hooray! So, first off, Guy. Uh, I, I, I don't like it when... Uh, when your you sodding collies get bought flowers in for work and everybody makes a fuss like, oh my god, who bought you this? Obviously their partner. Oh, I hate it. It's ridiculous. Don't send flowers to work. No one wants to see overblown romantic gestures. It's gonna so make showy me, off, isn't it? Yeah, you're going to make me feel like, oh, well, I haven't done anything like that for my girlfriend. But then you make me feel good because I haven't spent 40 quid on flowers. So that's my wiser rubbish. Colleagues receiving flowers. Oh, that's fair. It's a bit unimaginative too, as well. Flowers, Valentine's Day. Flowers. What next? Chocolates. Groundbreaking. <laughs> yeah. Right. Dave. I think for me, it's just it's the the all this the over the top cutesiness of it all. Like, you know, you do, you don't need every you know every girlfriend doesn't need a bear with a love heart and it's saying I love you. And, and that's that really infantilizing yeah. and creepy. Why would you buy yeah. a grown woman a child's toy for, exactly. to show how much you enjoy sleeping with her? It's just creepy. Definitely icky. Why is everything pink? Ugh. Yeah. 
Really cheap colour to reproduce. Me, I'm gonna why why Valentine oh Valentine's why it's rubbish. I would think I am gonna pick uh Tom Cruise and Renny Zalwiger in Jerry Maguire and that whole uh you had me at hello malarkey Good that, everybody would, that everybody would will be given on DVD or Blu-ray at, uh, at Valentine's Day oh, I love you so much our relationship is just like Jerry Maguire and this other woman whose character name we don't remember but she's did whatever the Bridget Jones did you see that art project recently it was like a video shop that's opened up and they've just basically got like thousands of copies of Jerry Maguire in it oh yeah they'd collected it in every kind of format don't whatever know. video video VHS yeah t- but why it's not that good of a film Show me the money. Yeah, maybe someone said. Show me the money. <laughs> it's a very mixed message film. You had me at hello, but you got to show me the money. Mm, okay, what kind of a relationship? Isn't have we that legal in this here? country? <laughs> <laughs> well, Phil. I, I, no, I won't say Phil to last. I think Phil's got it boiling. Ryan, <laughs> <laughs> what bunny boiling? <laughs> Trying to book a restaurant on Valentine's Day when it's not a couple. Everywhere yeah. has to become couple centric on Valentine's Day, and it really annoys me sometimes. I yeah, I agree, Ryan. For Valentine's Day, is not your wife. For all those serial bigamists, it must be incredibly difficult to book a restaurant when you've got yes. your fifteen wives or girlfriends. Yes. So imagine this, Ryan. So like, you're, it's Valentine's Day, and Liv's like, "Oh, what are we doing tonight?" And you're like, "I'm going for dinner on my own. Screw you." <laughs> <laughs> What's I'm taking a guy out, out for a mandate. Not those yes. single people, people who go out with friends on Valentine's Day, and it's kind of like, "Thank you." Yeah, it's like you don't want to sit on. On your own in a restaurant surrounded by couples holding hands over a candle. I don't want to do that anyway, and I'm in a couple. Yeah. To be fair, so, neither, neither do I. That's a slightly worrying restaurant that the couples are holding hands over open flames. This is like something Madonna did in the 90s. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Dinner, Ultimate Survival Edition. Mm-hmm. You can right, stay with me on. as long as you can You can keep your hand above this open flame. Exactly. That's how much you love me. Can you feel Definitely. the pain? Can you feel the burn? <laughs> if you let go of my hand before your skin starts to bubble... <laughs> Oh, Excellent. Oh, my rubbish thing, uh, yeah, pretty much going on from that theme, is other couples. I am so sick of listening to people talk about what they're going to do on Valentine's Day at work. Like, will you be at work? Because it's a Tuesday this year, so probably not a lot. Get over it. But I'm just sick of it. And this kind of outdoing each other with slushy presents. The only one I approve of is a friend of mine who is uh, talking about making bacon roses for her boyfriend. I think, I think most men would appreciate that. Yeah, that works for me. Otherwise, yeah, I don't care. Do don't tell me what you're buying them. I don't care. Everybody brace yourself. <laughs> Phil Ellis is approaching the microphone. Let it out. Right, so I am uh, speaking as the only single person in the studio. I just think the entire notion of, oh, let's take one day out of the entire year to actually make an effort in your relationship. How much of a basic-ass couple do you have to be to, to like, you know, oh, we're going to go out for a meal and, like, you know, maybe go home and watch a film and then we might do it. Like, oh, if that is the pinnacle of your romantic calendar, you should probably just get divorced. A couple of practical pizzas, I'd call them. It's just like, oh, my God, like, he remembered my name. How romantic. You know, <laughs> it's just like, it's like, you. how are these people setting the bar so low for romance in their relationships that, you know, a bunch of flowers, a box of chocolates and a cheeky Nando's counts as, like, the most romantic day ever? <laughs> yeah. You know? It's just like, no, no. If you're not going to make an effort in your, you know, to, to, to treat each other and, and to supr- give each other nice surprises in your relationship all the time, you know, what, Valentine's Day is just like, well, you kind of have to. An ex-boyfriend of mine once legitimately did suggest Nando's as a venue for Valentine's dinner. Did you dump him straight away? 
Well, hang on. There are reasons he's an ex. What's wrong with Nando's? I've been on plenty of dates. My girlfriend to Nando's. It's good. Yeah, but it's like, but it's like, if it's like that's like you know for a special occasion, you're only doing it once a year. You know, it's just it's the whole thing of and like you know, no, isn't your girlfriend vegan? There was a time when she wasn't, so... But wouldn't that be <laughs> horrible now to go, oh, we're going out for dinner and we're going to Nando's and you can just watch yeah, me eat meat? To be fair, it's, ho- <laughs> it's kind of horrible to just say you're going out to Nando's because it's just chicken, get over it, people. And when did wow. when did Valentine's Day become this gl- this whole thing of, like, it was everybody involved? Because I always thought that na- Valentine's Day was basically for something for teenagers to do and people who hadn't got long-term relationships as a way of kind of going, I kind of fancy you and I've sent you a card yeah. and we might so, go somewhere. Yeah. But I didn't, I didn't think... A bit creepy, though. Yeah, but I didn't think it was a thing where like it was the day for everybody to express their my love favorite to Valentine's tradition is from the uh, the women in Victorian England who would send cards to the men they didn't want, saying, "Can you stop pursuing me, please? I am not interested." <laughs> I feel I'm like they need to idea. they need to make a comeback Let's bring for the back. online harassment age, yep. so that women can send messages, you know, these sort of Valentine's branded messages to Twitter eggs saying, "Can you please leave me alone?" I uh, did not wish to in- engage in this discourse with you. All I did was put up a photo of my breakfast, and now you're like threatening to come find well, me and, Phil, and attack I think, me. I think wouldn't wouldn't that break Twitter? Because I, I've been on Messenger this week on Facebook Messenger, and that middle button that they keep changing to be thematic. And at the moment, it's like, why not put a, a photograph of yourself with these lovely, cutesy graphic things we've got over? I think it should be a case if you block somebody on Valentine's Day, you get this lovely kind of like Valentine-style message of like, you know, get lost. Yes, I hate you. Yeah. Aww. I'll tell you what, I used to be a sad sap when it came to Valentine's Day. Back in high school, I remember like giving the girls I liked Rose and stuff like that. Oh, just embarrassing when I think back. To be honest, we all know Valentine's like Day is a means to an end. I think, you know, all of that, writing mm-hmm. poetry and all the rest of I it. I mean, obviously, I, I'm just cynical towards it all because I'm, I'm single. But it's just sort of, you know what, like, if you need to be reminded, you know, that there's one day a year to actually make a fuss of your partner, you need to try harder, you need to step your game up. Yeah. Every day is Valentine's Day. From the greetings cards companies, anyway. Well, Definitely. I mean, the original um, Valentine's Day was what Lupercalia, and that was yeah. like that was more of a sort of um, like pagan Roman orgiastic ceremony where you would, you know, sort of throw rocks at each other and jump over fires and maybe get it on. And it was just like I, I, I'm not really seeing that these days. You know, I, well, I feel like, I feel like it's become be sanitized and, and bowdlerized somewhat. Yeah. Yeah, it's right. a, a friend of mine was telling me from uh, she came over here from uh, from Mexico, and apparently over in Mexico, what you do is you send cards to all your friends and family. It's about love in all its forms, and you have a big party with all the people you love. But unfortunately, when she first moved here, she didn't realise that that wasn't how you do things in the UK, and she took herself off to a card shop and asked the girl in the shop where they had their packs of Valentine's cards because she had so many to send, and suddenly was looked at rather shocked, as though she was, as she put it, a bit of a floozy. But I think it's a shame we don't do that here. That would be nice. I, I, see, nice I think, idea. you know what, yeah, love should be about love for your neighbour. You know, love, love for your friends, love for your family, you know. And your, your I remember, I'm, sure, I'm sure when I was, like, a very small child, I might have given my mum a Valentine's Day card. Aww. What I'm wondering is whether there should be, like, a uh, Christmas carol for Valentine's Day. Because we have Christmas carol, which is all about, like, Christmas isn't just one day, it's the whole year round. Perhaps we need yeah. a film where some person who's very horrible in their relationships is visited by three ghosts over the night to realise I think that's a Milky Mahoney every day. (laughs) The ghosts of girlfriends past. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, but that would be good. Why? Why this lady left you? Because you were hot. You you did things that you shouldn't. She tries to take it to Nando's. Yeah, and you've got to realise you've got to share your love with everybody every day, and not just on one day. But like you know, um, not in public because you might get arrested. Yeah. Don't share your love too freely. Ah. 
hashtag geek girl would like to meet raging cajun for card tricks and retcons evil brotherhood of mutants need not apply We have got a uh, curious tale for you this week, um, echoing it's the. Not a tall tale. It's it's uh, it's I would say a medium height, <laughs> slightly <laughs> above average uh, okay. tale. Good, yeah. um, uh, it's about about a footloose town in the U.S. So uh, the Valentine's Day dance in this town was cancelled because it's too near a church. The mayor of Henrietta was surprised to find that a 1979 ruling, which echoes the uh, 1984 film Footloose. Um, so this small town in Oklahoma has cancelled a Valentine's Day dance because of an arcane city ordinance enforcing a strict moral code, echoing the storyline of 80s movie Footloose. The organiser ditched the event at Rosa Livon's Marketplace in Henrietta because it would have taken place 300 feet from a church in violation of a rule forbidding dancing within 500 feet of a place of worship. So as we all know, Footloose starred Kevin Bacon as teenage Wren, who moved from the city to a small town where dancing was banned. His fight against the establishment in the 1984 film was inspired by events that happened in Elmore City, Oklahoma, although the film was shot in Utah. The Henrietta Ordinance dates back to a 1979 ruling, which watered down an earlier ruling that banned all public dancing regardless of location. Mayor Jennifer Clayson, who was born in the town of 6,500 east of Oklahoma City, said she always knew about the old city ordinance, but that it has never been enforced. I'd never looked into it because it never came up, she says. It's an, anti- it's, uh, it's an antiquated ordinance. No one has ever looked at it to change it. Police, <laughs> Police Chief Steve Norman said his department has no interest in enforcing the rule. City councillors will consider abolishing the ordinance during their meeting on the 22nd of February. Move over, Trevor McDonald. We've got a new, new news reader. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, okay, so what are our thoughts on this? I mean, how dirty would your dancing have to be to be banned? I mean, there's got to be some twerking and some grinding involved with that, right? The so. occasional slut drop. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, have you noticed how all these sort of weird stories about events like this being always banned? Oklahoma. Yeah, always small town Oklahoma or, you know, one of the other tiny small towns in Central, Central America. Bible Belt. Yes. It sounds like one of those kind of weird stories that everybody has them. I think anybody who grew up in a small town has those weird, like, old laws that are actually usually not true. There's evidence. Yeah. Like, for example, for me at home in Hereford, there is apparently a strange old law that if you are in front of the cathedral at midday on a Sunday, you may shoot a Welshman with a crossbow. Yep, there's a similar one. We out. assume this is not actually true, but it's I mean, have you ever tried it? all the way through. <laughs> I can't say I have. There is a true. Yeah. There is I think a true there's one. Another one about goats going over London Bridge as well. There's yeah, like yeah, you can drive goats over London Bridge. Hours, hours of the day you're allowed to drive yeah. goats. Over yeah, there is there is a good a good one up in York, um, which is actually true, but has been since superseded by uh, longer laws similar to George's. Um, apparently, on a Sunday, um, if you are in within the city walls of York, you can legally shoot a Scotsman with a crossbow. <laughs> No, it's all this border town themes. There's similar yeah. one. I think it's Chester, but it could it's be wrong. It's basically just all very, uh, very English xenophobia as well. Yeah, shoot is, a Welshman, shoot think, a Scotsman. There is one where I think I think it's Chester. I could be wrong. Yeah, somebody tweet us if it's the, a different town. But there is a well, a border town somewhere where the clock faces, where they have the clock tower. There are only three faces, and there isn't one on the side facing Wales because the locals won't give the time of day to a Welshman. <laughs> oh, savage! <laughs> the job bothers me about this the story sass. is that. This town must be so boring that a Valentine's Day dance is a big ordeal. Well, there's only 6,000 people live there, so, I mean, that's basically not even a town. It's a wide patch of dirt in the road. (laughs) (laughs) I'll be disappointed if there isn't a follow-up story on Valentine's Day where thousands of people haven't emerged on this town to do a flash mob uh, footloose 
leading the way from walking down the street everybody doing the footloose dance because if they don't follow it up it's a bit of a kind of non-story really but we need we need Kevin Bacon to mobilise everybody in America and get them down to this town and do footloose he's too busy dressing up as Britney Spears at the moment though, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. he's been there too he's busy yeah, chasing the advertising money oh yeah <laughs> well did you not hear about how he lost all of his money no, no. how would he manage it this time he basically said he was going to build lots and lots of luxury apartments in Las Vegas, and he put all of his money into it, and then the recession happened. Whoops. So I think he lost pretty much everything he had. That's so, doing a year, Terrible adverts. So essentially he did a Spain. Yes. <laughs> he did a Spain. Oh, but classic move. Oh, dear. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, I, I, I just feel like if there were to be a Valentine's Day, you know, sort of hoot nanny in this little town, I, I don't, I can't imagine any teenagers being arrested and spending a night in the clink because of it. No, well, I mean, yeah. as, it, as it says in the story, they're not looking to actually enforce it. It's just one of those yeah. stupid yeah. Old, old-timey rules from... Well, that old-timey, though, it's 1979. I mean, that's... Yeah. And, and that, well, yeah. So it's it was... recent. Um, it was obviously. I think they said it was an, it was an old ordinance which banned all dancing um, near places of worship, and then they updated it to what was it six hundred feet? Five hundred feet. Five hundred yeah. feet. It's no longer um, tall, and then just so, near the church. And that, and that was in nineteen seventy nine. And they were like, okay, yeah. we're gonna we, go, we are, we are going to keep this rule, but we're just going to change it slightly. What so I want to yeah, know, know is who's got the job of measuring the distance. <laughs> That's true. Like, yeah. Well, there's a dance here. Is it close yeah. enough? Just get my Because if your hips, yeah. if your hips don't lie, then they might sort of, you know, make the way sort of uh, 499 feet towards the yep. church. Do you, yeah, I, yeah. do you know what I think they should do? It's like Days and View style. So what? The party's been cancelled. So just go into the woods and take a couple, a couple of keggers with you and just have a good time there. You know, that's, uh, that's the way to do it. <laughs> Bit of an insight into your uh, youth there. Do you know what? I wish I was a teen in the 1970s who go to the keg parties. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the look for it. You, you, you have. really have. Yes. You're wearing a, a lovely, uh, loud, classic Guy Halford shirt today. It's, uh, it's Tones of mauve and, the cowboy boots uh, and, back again and too. honeycomb, I would say. It's, it's still good to have yet another uh, news report coming out of America proving how progressive and advanced a society is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, Snap. Uh, everything else is going back to the 70s, so... That's true. Yeah, it's like they're you know they're taking a break from policing women's bodies and the rights of immigrants to say no dancing. To be yep. fair, it's a nice change. Let's be honest. <laughs> it's one I can get on board with. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was a wholesome ban rather than something like. Well, I don't know. Choose your words carefully. Could you come up with what other slightly impractical bans would be something that? Ban burgers. Oh, well, when I, when, I, when I first saw the, the headline, my, my first instinct, because it was Valentine's Day, was like banning kissing in public or something like that. Well, again, I'd be okay with that. You know what? I would be okay if they banned pe- couples from holding hands in public, blocking your way when you're yes. trying to get somewhere. Yes. It's like, we're not yeah, playing Red Rover, I just want to get to my house. <laughs> uh, I still think there should be a city ordinance where you get two lines on the, in a line down the middle of the pavement for slow walkers and fast yes. walkers. I absolutely like agree. And yeah, arrows for directions as well. Yeah. Arrows yeah. for like direction of traffic. And they should have signs that say, cars don't go here as well. Because that was one <laughs> yeah. of my gripes from this week of walking down Floodgate or, Street again, which is now I've got a thing about 
people who park their cars on the pavement. Oh, I saw your angry tweet. So if you have if you have a dent oh, in yes. your car from being parked on the pavement, the Keith. chances are I've gathered a, gr- a group of youths and just asked them to. Keep <laughs> them. <laughs> they have a Bluetooth speaker. Yeah, <laughs> or just, yeah, just cyclists don't go here. That's another one. I've actually, yeah. I actually, I actually want to find a, somebody in a wheelchair and I can wedge them between the two cars that are parked on the pavement. <laughs> I'm not sure how yeah. how good a battle is for the you know disabled there. Just so like if you're disabled, you can be used as a wedge. Yeah, we need a wedge. <laughs> Although I have I have ordered some cards from Moo that have got my, a picture of me flipping the bird that I'm going to put on the windscreens of all these cars. <laughs> yeah. I look forward to seeing them around Birmingham. Hello, I'm Keith. I'm a lovable antique, and you can join me while we wait for a bus that never comes. It's Valentine's Day, so get your loved ones together this week and listen to some music. We're going to pick apart the best romantic songs and the best breakup songs. Is that a good introduction? That was lovely. Nice and angry. I don't know why I'm angry, I've got a girlfriend. Is it the response of the pressure of having to buy things? I do you know what? I'm getting away with it this year because um, she's uh, she hasn't got a job at the moment. She's finished her PhD, so she said to me, um, "Just draw me a picture of my dog." So I was like, "Brilliant!" Because it takes me like five minutes to draw a picture of a dog. I have to do some ah, squiggly see, thank lines. Thank you. This is an excellent point. We were discussing this at work the other day. The guy who sits behind me at work, who I keep regularly fighting with anyway, because he's a he won't go there. <laughs> is drawing a, his girlfriend a picture for Valentine Day, Valentine's Day of herself, and all the girls around me kind of go, "Oh, that's so sweet." And I'm kind of like. D- is anybody else not slightly reminded of like when you're like, oh no, I've forgotten Mother's Day. I oh, know, I'll just draw a picture and shove some macaroni and glitter on it. It'll be fine. <laughs> Definitely kind of, yeah, as you say, it's five minutes. Like, my, I've drawn my, you a picture. It's, it's, you know what they there say, the go. thought that counts. That actually says to me, not a great deal of thought went into this. Exactly. My, mine's been commissioned though, so. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's See, different. She asked for it, but as you say, like, five minutes. It's one of those things like, if, if it's actually, you know, like one of those grayscale sketch things like you see you know you might see on instagram or something like that then okay yeah i can sort of maybe see it but i imagine it's not knowing yeah. this gentleman ah, fair enough is it, is it is it your your friend who uh mm-hmm. yes yes who have you commissioned guy have you got like a five-year-old niece that you've asked to no, no. Ah. <laughs> i could draw one like within like two minutes more alive now but i, I I can't have to use my hand to hold the button to get Ryan to speak. <laughs> <laughs> can you Facebook Live when she opens this? I can try. So That'd we can lovely. see the reaction. Yes, please. It'd be lovely yes. to see. <laughs> that outpouring of love and adulation that you'll receive. Yeah. Well, like, oh, I was joking. Well, I'm not getting anything, so, you know. It's, uh, Guy, you uh, haven't give, played this game before. Receive. You haven't played this game before where you go, I'm not getting you anything. I'm not getting you anything. Definitely not getting you anything. It's Valentine's Day. Oh, here you go, guy. Here's all of the PlayStation games you've wanted forever. Oh, I didn't think you were going to get me anything. Uh, I got you this lovely drawing that, that, that I did is, in my lunch And you know what? She's mugging me off. That's, that, is, um, that, is like a, that is a psychological warfare within a relationship uh-huh. to like a one-upmanship. It's like, I told you I wasn't going to get anything, and I've got you a present. And it's not, so it's a lovely surprise for you. It's to make you feel like a garbage boyfriend for not doing the same and getting me a wonderful, yep. thoughtful, expensive you've got to make up for it for the rest of the Save some money, then. though, for the record fair tomorrow, so drop it <laughs> Priorities. Oh, Talk, oh, no. Talking of records... <laughs> So, so love songs. Let's go with um, let's go Whitney first. I can see Whitney I, trying I to throw not. me under the bus first. <laughs> 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 All right, if so the bus keeps on, you'll have time to move anyway. Do you exactly. Want? Yeah. <laughs> you can't. You have to crawl uh, out of the way. Best, oh, best love song. Um, God, I don't. I don't. Surprisingly, I don't really tend to listen to many of them, but. Um, that does surprise me. You look like a man who'd be sat there listening to them all the time. You know, he's a soppy idiot. It must be said. 
You love it. Um, should we get back to you? Yeah. I can hear the cogs whirring in his brain. Steam's going to start coming out of his ears in a minute. <laughs> Alright, I'll drop mine. So it's uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal. Classic. <gasps> oh, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. So smooth. So romantic. Let's just remind so everybody good. that it also came from Batman Forever. Yes. Yeah. Yes, it did. I mean, I don't. Well, the only good thing from that film. I don't, yes. I don't think I'd use it for, like, like, sex music, but, like, you know, yeah, just to sing along for cheesy value. Yeah, it's a good yeah. romantic song, yeah. No, I, I think that's a, that's a suitable choice, yeah. Parish. What oh. gets what gets you and Viv going? Oh, oh, fight! Love song. Oh, it's got to be a walrus of love, hasn't it? Anything from Barry White. Walrus of love. <laughs> yeah. Walrus of love. Wow. <laughs> that says it all, doesn't it? Bloomfield. Me, I'm going to pick something you might not expect. Uh, Peter Gabriel and Kate Bush oh. on the duet of "Don't Give Up." Nice. Okay. Yeah, I've actually managed to think of one now. Um, and <laughs> was it worth the wait? He's done all the equations. He's worked it all out. He's written it down. I, to be fair, most of my playlist consists consists of ACDC and other old old like seventies eighties rock bands. So, mm. um, but no, I'm going to go for Josh Groban with "You Raise Me Up." Are you Ugh. serious? Oh God! I like <laughs> as, as a singer, I like him. Okay. I mean, there's no judgment here. Does, would you, does he raise you up? Somebody had to say does it. Does anybody need a flatmate? I'm not sure Dave and I can continue <laughs> to like, live together. Does need a boyfriend? Because I'm done with him. <laughs> <laughs> One going free to a good home. I will say, it, it's a song that reminds me of my grandmother as well. So. Oh, okay, see, now you've played that, I can't like take the mick out of you anymore. I can. Ha! <laughs> right then, Elsmere, your turn. As you may have noticed from that exchange, I, I'm not a romantic at heart. Um, love songs are not really my scene. What I do like is slightly crap romantic lyrics. Uh, I think one of my personal favourites is Bruce Springsteen in Thunder Road, which contains the gem of a apparently you know, lovely, beautiful moment. And what he actually says is, you ain't a beauty, but hey, you're all right. Oh. Which is kind of that, well, you all do. And I just love it. So I'm going to go with That's, that. It's like, you know what? It's midnight. The lights in the club are about to come on. That's Let's fine. Do yeah. <laughs> but I love the honesty of it. Yeah. yeah it's like, yeah. It's not true love, but it's it's enough for tonight. Exactly. It'll do. Captain Ellis. Slave to Love by Brian Ferry. Oh, nice. Uh, exactly, right. I think well, I just won. Breakup songs, um... So, like, you've been dumped by George, Dave, which we know is going to happen now. Just what just happened? Yeah. Just happened, <laughs> on, yeah. happened yeah. what, what are you going to listen to when you leave here today? We'll get it queued up. It's not full-on breakup, but a little bit old 90s, two-pack, hit them up. Fair enough. Interesting choice. Nice angry song. Uh, um, Harry, Harry Nilsson, Without You. Brutal, brutal, brutal. And it also reminds me of the Rules of Attraction, where a girl's uh, like, you know, trying to like, like buzzing herself over James, James Van Der Beek, gets blanked, slits her wrist in the bath. It's nice. Oh my god, I remember. Yeah, that is, that is a very grim, grim film do it haunts me though because she's actually in the band Warpaint so like what do you think of Warpaint no, it's think different, of different character you're thinking of Shannon Sossaman no no she's in she's in, she's she's in the she, film but she's not the one that because it's her wrist in the bath no bathtub girl is, the, is in Warpaint as well oh is she oh, yeah, oh she's the singer oh, Shannon Sossaman's she sister was, she wasn't no Shannon Sossaman wasn't was in, in for a while Warpaint, but she's yeah, not in it she left, okay. and then her sister is in it right and then the other the weird creepy girl is the girl in the bathtub who doesn't speak and just slits her wrist okay that is a that film has a solid soundtrack though. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Parish. Chicago, if you leave me now. 
Oh, soppy. Soppy, but I like that, yeah. I liked that when that was used in GTA 5. When uh, I think it's Trevor falls for um, one of his client's wives or something like that. Like, he gets a little thing going on and he has to drop her off. um, You have to do a mission where you have to drop her off or something like that. And when he drives back, that song comes on the radio. Like, you can't change the station. That is the song that comes on. It's brilliant. (laughs) Nice. I think it's a classic. One of the, one of those ones that everybody always remembers. Yeah. I remember the singing cherry in the three network. Ad. Oh yeah, I forgot about yeah, that. Yeah, weird that was. Ah, Ryan, you're not allowed to speak for three minutes because I'm taking my finger off the button because I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, George. Uh, I'm going to go with the show tune. I'm going to pick a fine, fine line from Avenue Q, which is a surprisingly tender moment in a show that is essentially Sesame Street for grown-ups. It's all puppets, and the soundtrack includes other gems, including everyone's a little bit racist, and uh, the internet is for porn. But a fine, fine line, um, one of the puppets has essentially, you know, she, well, what she really wants is to settle down, meet someone nice, and she thinks that's happened. Turns out he's a bit of a man-child. And she sings this very heartbreaking song about how you know, there's a fine, fine line between love and a waste of your time. Oh, and it's very touching and very, sad. very beautiful. Surprising, and you've managed to forget that it's a puppet singing about another puppet. Bloomfield, uh, I'm just going to pick uh, Joy Division and Liverpool Terrace Park. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, classic, strong, 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 strong. And Ellis, we are never, ever, ever getting back together. By Miss Swift. That's, That's a good song. Ryan, you can speak again there. Cool, good choices, everybody. Yeah. The blood has returned to guys' think, guys' thumbs, so you're all right now. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps we should put a little Spotify playlist together of all those songs, oh, so yeah, people could um, to take you through the highs and lows so of your relationship. You can start the yeah. day with the like, with the, uh, falling in love with somebody at the beginning of the day, and by the end of it, when you've given them a picture yeah. that you've yeah. drawn yourself of them, you can play the breakup songs <laughs> or listen to Josh Groban. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. <laughs> Geeky Brummy on Brum Radio. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's the same thing twice. <laughs> I'm getting it now. <laughs> Okay, uh, and then just this switch preview. So, Ryan, do you want to lead the way on this? Yeah, can do. But you're not allowed to come and play at the switch preview. Uh-huh. You pooed yourself. <laughs> <laughs> evil, evil man, guy. You're an evil man. <laughs> we need subtitles on the screen so I can see what he's saying. <laughs> okay. Cool. Right, so. Hang on, hang on, hang on. Hang on. Hold your you, you had a signal from George yet? You tell me to do it, so I do it, and then you move. Well, Phil was still laughing and eating. We weren't ready in the studio, Ryan. The signal's the car. Yeah, I was being ill. God damn it. Okay. Right, ready? George, give him the signal. Go. Right, I'm just trying to find the UK release date. Give me a second. (laughs) March 11th. So you started talking about you weren't prepared yourself. Well, I didn't expect to be leading the conversation. It's your show. Yeah, I'm doing it remotely. Still doing it. Working from home. Yes. I can see reflecting in his glasses. He's watching episodes of the Gilmore Girls while he's <laughs> listening to us. Mm. Alright, we ready? Oh, hang on, actually, I'm looking at that reflection. There's something, there might be something else, actually. Oh. Ah, right, okay. <laughs> right, are you doing this in your pants? I really hope that you, if you're doing it at home today, you're doing it in your pants. I have very nice lounge pants on, actually. So, what's going on today, Ryan? Alright, so you lovely lots, without me, are going to go and play the Nintendo Switch, which is due to release on the 3rd of March. Hooray! So Nintendo's new console, which is pretty much a combination of a, what seems to be a Wii U and a Nintendo DS. 
because they've merged the two pro ones together. So it's a portable console which also has a dock to plug into a TV. Would you say it's a combination of desperate ideas? <laughs> I'd say disparate ideas. <laughs> Dis- yes. At least it's not a VR headset. (laughs) I don't want to talk about it. Yeah, I think the (laughs) DS Mini Train's finally rolling to a stop, so they probably thought, well, we'll just combine that with the home console and squeeze both markets twice over. Yeah, what what console can we put Pokemon on now? Yeah. I mean, it does look pretty swifty from what we've seen on the preview footage and that that trailer. Those miniature joysticks will be lost within seconds of purchase. Down the back of the sofa. Full console. I mean, are you guys looking forward to playing it? Definitely. I said I'm not a gamer at heart. Um, I, Dave has been teaching me to use the PS3 this week, yes. much to his own amusement at how stressed out I've become by games. Not, and also jumping at the wolves in Tomb Raider. I don't like them. The wolves in Tomb Raider is scary. So yeah, I think this could be entertaining for everybody else to witness me attempt to make sense of a console I've never seen before. So if nothing else, that's going to be fun. I'm looking forward to having some plans on a Saturday afternoon. So saving me spending money at the discory so yeah <laughs> thanks <laughs> Nintendo it won't save you much if you end up buying a Switch <laughs> uh, do you know what I honestly I think though for me Nintendo need to sort of give it up and just kind of like do what Sega did and sell the rights to the characters to Playstation and Xbox and then just end up releasing really terrible games yeah like that. uh, well, that's I what they know. do anyway <laughs> I, like, I, I, want, I want Nintendo to be successful with this because most of my favourite gaming moments have come from Nintendo consoles and just because <laughs> they put out games that the general populace can't do ridiculous esports bloody commentary to. Um, I'm looking forward to it. I mean, you know, any Zelda game has always been better than most games. Um, I'm not too keen on the Splatoon franchise they're trying to push through Nintendo, their own kind of like childish first person shooter kind of stuff. But um, I'm looking forward to it, really. I, I want it to be good, but it's going to be the usual story with Nintendo. No third party support, poor copies of FIFA, rubbish copies of COD, and people are just going to be, you know, when they're not going to shift the audience that are playing PlayStation 4 and Xbox to Nintendo, no matter what they do. They're never going to move that fan base across. So it'll be a a limited release again. I don't think they'll ever capture that mass support they got through Wii because that was just something that hadn't happened before. And this is derivative of that. But I'd I'd like it to be a success. They tried it with the Wii U. It didn't work quite out as well as they thought. But it could be good. It could be good. It'd be nice to have some uh, some interesting Japanese games again. What am I afraid? Sorry. Their, their biggest problem is they never really get third party support on board for long enough. I mean, some of the launch titles that we saw in the trailers at E3, if they had Skyrim on there, that game's been out for over five years now. Yeah. yeah. But it's the, the third party support comes from the fact that Nintendo will go, oh, we've got a great platform, but it hasn't yeah. got 44,000 graphic chips that can support 4 million different shades of grey and brown and green. Which is what everybody wants nowadays. It's all about everybody wants photorealistic stuff, but it's like it's a game for God's sake. You don't need photorealistic. Zelda isn't photorealistic, and that looks amazing. And I think it's about the, they need to focus on gameplay rather than kind yeah. of making it look really good. I think when you get too heavy into the, the amazing graphics, it kind of then, in, in a strange way, but then begins to ruin the experience. Part of the reason someone was playing like the rebooted Tomb Raider, and part of the reason that I played it from one evening and stopped. The, the graphics are incredible, but then when she dies horribly, it's actually genuinely quite disturbing. Yeah. And it was, no, I couldn't I mean, deal with it. Some of the best games I've played in recent years have been kind of um, indie games. Journey, graphically, yeah. it's, it's not anything to look at, but it was one of the best games I've played in, in years and years and years. Things like Limbo, things like um, uh, Valiant Heart, all of these kind of like indie games that aren't running on 
what needs to be the, the biggest graphics chips ever. I think we need to get out of this ridiculous idea of everything's got to be photorealistic because we've got all of these games coming out with really awful cutscenes of like Uncanny Valley characters that we can't get the lips right. Why bother spending all that money on terrible cutscenes with characters who can't yeah. speak? I mean, if Rogue One can't get the CGI right and they're still in Uncanny Valley territory, how is a game developer supposed to catch up yeah, with that Yeah, exactly. One? I'm a little bit worried about... They are, right, sorry, they are riding the nostalgia wave a minute. We had the um, NES, Mini, NES Classic Mini that came out over Christmas, and that was the hot, hot Christmas yeah. gift. We're really trying to get this old NES Classic with all 50 games on it. So I think they're trying to do that. I mean, the one thing that I really want to see is a lot more virtual console support. You've got some amazing GameCube and N64 games that they never push. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to be able to replay Shadow of the Empire. Yeah. Yes, that was an awesome game. I'm, I'm a little concerned about some of the games. Um, one of my friends, Dave, who I know listens to this podcast, uh, sent me a game which is a where you use those Switch controllers to milk a cow. What what is that about? What yep. what's that about? The, this is one of the, the, the Japanese mini game things. Always going to be a big seller. It's going to sell to its home market. Yes. it's going to be more difficult yeah. outside of its market. That's why we, you know, uh, all of those crazy game shows they have in Japan that don't translate to the UK. Yeah, that that will sell in Japan, but it won't sell. It won't sell in the West. What platform was that well, goat simulator thing that was used for a while? That was on PC, George. Yeah, okay. and it's I don't know. Yeah, it was what they did with WarioWare, and yeah. the first one was so massively successful. They were like, right, we'll just keep doing this then. Yeah. Yeah. I think at the end of the day, even with the Wii, it was a hugely successful console, but only had a handful of really good games. Yeah, the the, the Wii yeah. sold so well because it was it was new. Nobody had done the, the 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 motion controller stuff well before then. Whereas now, you've got the, you've got the move for the PlayStation. You've got the Xbox Connect. Yeah. Every everybody's got that gimmick already. So, and I tell you the I, one thing in the advertising you won't see in the UK. Eight people sitting around a bench in a park playing Mario Kart. No, you would never see that in this country. I'll, I'll be honest. I think Nintendo they've they've tried it. I think they need to just stick to the small consoles and you know do do that well rather than trying to branch out into the bigger stuff and trying to take on PlayStation and Xbox because it's not going to work. I think it's firmly aimed at the casual end of the market. Not at two hundred and seventy nine pounds a pop. It ain't. No. Mobile <laughs> feedback anyway. Yeah. Right. Right, so that's it for the podcast today. Um, we'll have to play some games and be romantic. And for those of you that are listening to this on Valentine's Day, get smoochy. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan, do you want to say bye in your sexiest voice? Bye. George? No, that sounded terrible. <laughs> <laughs> You've done it now. I don't think I, I, can, like I, can't, I can't break that. It's like, it's like a robotic Barry White. Yeah, yeah, surely I win anyway just by being the only girl in the room. So, you know, bye. <laughs> oh, <laughs> okay. go with that. Go on, Phil, give some smooth tones. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Mr. Bluefield. Show your love to the ones that matter most. Bye, ladies. Ugh. Have a good time and stay safe. Wear a condom. <laughs> Rubber up. I'm going home now. Hello. <laughs> oh, Thanks for listening to this Brum Radio podcast. If you've enjoyed it, please consider joining our listener supporters. You can do this by clicking the support tab on our website or go direct to Patreon at www.patreon.com forward slash Brum Radio. Brum Radio shows are streamed online at the Brum Radio Mixcloud page 
And you can find more podcasts at brumradio.com.